0: Welcome to Because I Want to Know, the podcast where I interview guests about their crazy unique occupations or life experiences. I'm your host, Leslie Fear. So let's get into it, shall we? Hey, everyone. Today, I'm joined with Stephanie Smith, and she is with the haunted Shanley Hotel in New York. And guys, I've had her on my podcast before, but we didn't get to some of the really juicy stuff that I am having her back on for. For the month of October. So, welcome, Stephanie, to the show. Hi, thank you. I am so excited to have you back you and I were kind of keeping in touch after I interviewed you and you were talking to me furthermore about the doll collection you had. We touched on that a little bit, but we didn't really talk about it. So, and there's something else that you told me that kind of freaked me out. So first of all, I know now you are a psychic medium. You also are a tour guide at the haunted Shanley hotel, and we can talk a little bit about the Shanley if you want to kind of give them a quick rundown. And then I want to ask you about what you do now.
1: Okay. Well, the hotel was built in 1845. The Shanleys took it over in the early 1900s. And we do know that they had a lot of Irish mafia ties. Yeah, that's so it has a huge history. Plus, it was a biker bar in the 70s and 80s. Wow. Um, pretty violent place, apparently, during that time. So wow. it's got a very long history. <laughs> yeah, and
0: I think you had mentioned that you think a lot of the people back in the mafia and um, early days of the hotel and even some of the biker bars and so, even someone else that you said, I don't know if he's in the attic, I think you said he was. I don't know, or out on the third floor. A lot of those people are still hanging out. So tell me a little bit about the people that you know are still there. We do have an Irish
1: Mafia hitman. Um, oh, that's nice. His name is <laughs> Joe. <laughs> a lot of people actually call him the grumpy old man on the third floor, which he doesn't like, by the way. Okay. He's just very particular about his chair. You may not sit in his chair unless you are actually given permission.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I-, I won't even sit in his chair without permission. So. <laughs> oh, wow.
0: Okay. So is he the one that says, I'm not a circus show, so I don't want to do this tonight when you have investigators at the um, hotel?
1: Nope, that would be Frank. He was the (laughs) bouncer up in the Bordello, actually. (laughs) He's another one from those days, actually, too.
0: Okay, so, but tell me about the serial killer you just told me about earlier. Well,
1: his name is Adam, and I'll tell you, the very first vision that I even had in the hotel was up in his room, which used to be, it used to belong to a spirit called Sarah. Okay. Now, the vision that he showed me was he was actually standing off kind of in a corner, and he had a female who was on her knees and she was kneeling, you know, right in front of him and he sliced her throat. Oh my gosh. So that's, a, that's my first psychic vision ever and it was pretty terrifying actually. Yeah. And I just kind of kept that in the forefront of my head and, you know, didn't really delve into it very much and then About a month or so after I had started working at the hotel, a guest and I just got really energetic and decided to start looking up all the information we could possibly find. And there's a binder with a lot of old newspaper articles. Oh, nice. One of them is from 1974. There was a 16-year-old girl that was actually found in the landfill nearby with her throat slashed ear to ear. Oh,
0: yikes.
1: And the composite sketch of the last person that she was seen with was a male that resembles Adam. So, oh,
0: and, and he's at the hotel. Okay, wow. He is, yeah.
1: Oh, tell me about Adam. He's not very nice. He does like to harm people if he oh. possibly can. Um, But he also doesn't really want to give away his secrets of, you know, the victims. Certain names have come up that I've written down that I keep track of that I'm you know, I'm trying to piece together some things, but he makes it very difficult.
0: <laughs> That's what's crazy to me because I'm just like, okay, you know, you have a serial killer up there, and you know, things are happening uh, to maybe guests or even you. What do you do? I know, do you handle him? How do you how do you handle that?
1: I I tell him that he is not allowed to harm the guests. You know, you're not allowed to touch the guests. You can't harm them in any way. And I also tell the guests, put your foot down if he starts. If you start feeling like a little choking sensation or. You know, your arms start tingling really bad. He's usually trying to, like, bruise you. So I want them to actually put their foot down and say, you may not touch me. You may not use my energy. And that way he backs off.
0: No wonder people have to sign a waiver to spend the night. Uh... (laughs) Oh my god. No wonder they run screaming and hollering from the hotel. And do you tell the guests that? I mean, do you say, "Okay, there's there's Frank, there's Adam, there's the doll room." I mean, do you tell people what's going on? Cuz I do know you do investigations as well.
1: Mm-hmm. If they want to know. Some people that are budding psychics themselves, they really don't want to know. They want to figure it out for themselves first. So, I pretty much just leave it up to the guests. If they want to know, I'm happy to tell them who's who and what rooms and things and it, it just really depends on the guest and the night. Right
0: Now, you're doing this interview with me right now. Are you there at the hotel? No, unfortunately, I haven't had a chance to head out there yet.
1: But as soon as we're done, I'm actually heading there.
0: <laughs> well, I meant to ask you the last time you and I um, were talking, you were there. And I don't know if you got any kind of feeling like, hey, she's talking about me. Did that ever come across for you psychically?
1: Just for my dolls. They were,
0: I had them on the chair next to me, just oh. kind of watching me. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, we need to talk about the dolls now. Uh, <laughs> I am like crazy fascinated about the dolls, but really creeped out about the dolls. And I n- normally am not creeped out about dolls, but I am about these dolls. So and I know you collect them. So tell my listeners a little bit about why you collect them and how you do that. And then who you have.
1: I've always been infatuated with dolls since I was a little girl. because okay. I got one as a child that I accidentally broke <laughs> oh, okay. and after that I just wanted to collect them and so as I got older I did start collecting Victorian and medieval style porcelain dolls and it just kind of went on from there. Um, wow! Something about being at the hotel I just I was able to pick up on certain haunted items and pick them up and happy to say that they are pretty much safe and sound and happy to be in my house.
0: Well that's that's awesome for you and I guess for them but And, you know, I think you've come across ones that are not as happy, but the fact that you can handle them and then you can manage how you feel around them. And and I I imagine you wouldn't keep bad ones around because you did get a black box. And tell me about that. We have a black box in the hotel in
1: one of the rooms that we call the seance room.
0: Nice. And
1: (laughs) yeah, it's it's very fitting. (laughs) And that happens to hold a very nasty... Uh, clown mask.
0: <laughs> okay, and this is the whole reason I wanted you back because I was like, wait a minute. You were like texting me going, you know, you do know about the clown mask. And I'm like, what, 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 what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so
1: for now, because we we never really opened the box before, but now we are. If, if he actually says what he is and gives us the name that he wants to be called, which oh, wow. happens to be Mort or Morty, which I found out was like Latin or Greek for death, So it's very fitting. (laughs) Um, Then I will open the case, but I will not hold him again. I did hold him once. I picked him up to show everybody what he looked like and instantly got a migraine that lasted for three full days.
0: Oh, my God. Well, wait a minute. Uh, That's awful for you. But what do you think this is?
1: I I don't want to say demon because so many people are so quick to label everything as demonic. Um, He's definitely strong. Whatever he is, he's very, very strong. and. I don't think he was actually human. Whatever he is, he was not human.
0: Okay. Because the the negative energy you're getting, um, and like I said, just because yeah. you're you're psychic doesn't necessarily mean you know everything. So yeah. it's it's still a trial and error for you as well. So I think there was another doll in there as well that wasn't so bad, correct? Yes.
1: Her name is Deborah. <laughs> okay. She okay. is a voodoo doll that was actually made in the Caribbean for a love spell. He kept calling to me while the box was off in a little corner. Just gently saying please let me out of this box I really hate it in here you know she she hated being locked in the box with a demonic clown mask like who would want that you know
0: and it's the opposite of what people would think because a clown mask you would think oh it's happy it's good no and and the the voodoo doll would be oh my gosh it's negative energy it's horrible there's a spell there's a curse and it isn't that at all so you know that's the whole thing but I can't imagine the the havoc that mask would have done to another entity that's attached to the voodoo doll
1: oh yeah that poor woman had had to be just suffering in there. I just can't. I'm so happy she's out now. And she, she stays in the seance room. I just leave her on one of the couches. She just wants to watch and kind of be a part of things when we're in there. But otherwise, she seems to be very content to stay right there and doesn't do anything to anybody. So she's she's pretty good.
0: Was she once a, a human, a, a person, or was she always just somebody that's just attached to or some entity that's attached to this voodoo doll?
1: I personally believe that she used to be a human spirit or, well, actually living you know what i mean right and for whatever reason became attached to this doll and in death just decided to hang out in the doll
0: yeah and you know it's funny how like like you do collect dolls and a lot of people attach to dolls or human form um things that aren't alive you know like dolls or you know whatever stuffed animals or even that kind of thing just because they represent something that would have been alive if it were right so Yeah. So tell me, you were telling me you were like, yeah, I collect them. And I'm like, you collect them? You really do? Yeah, people send them to me all the time. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And you're like, no, I take a lot of ones that are troublesome for other people. Tell me why.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, as long as I know that they're not going to be harmful to me or my family, I'm okay with having them here. I feel like a lot of them just want to be recognized and kind of still hold on to a bit of that humanity and be a part of a family still
0: so but even the troublesome ones because I know you got one off Facebook that you were like oh boy
1: (laughs) yeah but it's like a it's like a gut punch they're just like take me home please please get me out of here you know like they're not happy in their current surroundings or whatever and and so they just really call to certain people and the ones that I've got are ones that definitely called to me
0: so you said you have some in the room with you right now correct Yep, I have five.
1: The other five are in my car. <laughs>
0: okay, and they're and they know we're talking about them. Are they are they pretty happy about it or? or...
1: Uh, just kind of more you know nonchalant about it.
0: <laughs> they're so used to it. They're like ah, that's just that's just Stephanie talking about us. We're <laughs> we're celebrities now
1: to make a ruckus around here. I think they're happy in the in the area that they are in the house, but they also know that my middle child is afraid of them, and oh. so they try not to do too much so that she's not blaming them for things.
0: <laughs> right, now let me ask you this. Um, and I, I assume a lot of them, maybe not all of them, like the clown mask, but a lot of them are people that maybe used to be alive. Do, do they not want to go into the light? Or, or you know, do you ever try to encourage that? Or is it just one of those things where you're like, if they're happy, I don't mess with that. What happens around that kind of thing?
1: If they were to actually ask for help and, and ask to be crossed over, I would, I, I have not crossed over spirit myself. So I would get somebody that's able to do that for them if that's what they want. I certainly would not hold a spirit here that did not want to be here. Okay. Um, but, you know, as, as long as they're happy where they're at, then I just let them observe, you know, our family life and the chaos that surrounds it with you know having a toddler in the house,
0: but well, it, it is funny because if you think about reincarnation, and I do believe in reincarnation, can you imagine going, Yeah, um, in my former life, um, I died and, and just kind of stuck around in a doll for about a hundred years, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, and then I decided to come back and, and do it all over again. I mean, you know, it's just kind
1: of funny how that works, yeah, it, it's one of those things that we probably will not understand until until we die.
0: Right. Yeah. So, okay. this the Shanley Hotel, Um, this hotel, they say, is really, truly up there in hauntings. It's like really, truly one of the the highest and most haunted hotels in New York. So tell me, like when you walk in, does it feel light? Does it feel dark? Is it mostly just entities that are just pretty much harmless or is it I know there's that one Adam guy, but are they any more like that?
1: I mean, some are happy, some are sad, some are mean, some are just kind of blase about everything. We have four portals in the hotel, so we have stragglers that just kind of come in and out. And We've actually heard one through the Phasma box that we use. We said, you know, why did you come here? Because it was somebody that actually didn't usually come here. Oh, wow. And you hear a man's voice say, well, it's a hotel, isn't it? We're like, oh, okay, well, (laughs) thanks for putting us in our place, you know? Yeah, really.
0: But, you know, honestly, I the portals. When I, when you told me that the first time, I was like, what? You know, because it, it's crazy to me. And, and the fact that you even know, and you kind of ex- explained that before. But I guess, so the, do they come and go? Do they come and then they stay? And then you have all these extra people? How does that work? There are some that come and
1: stay for a couple of weeks or a couple of months, and then they're gone. There are some that come and just don't ever want to leave, at least thus far. We do have a I think at least two that have pretty much done that since I've started that wow. we're not a part of the hotel before, but now they are. So. Wow.
0: And see, that's just, to me, that's wow. I mean, and, you know, I think a part of it too, and maybe I'm wrong, the fact that someone can communicate with them—that's kind of all they want—is like you said, to be heard and maybe not seen, but to be heard and understood, and sometimes just to get their story out uh, and maybe just experience what it was, what it's like to um, come to a place in spirit and go, "Oh yeah, this is what I remember how it used to be on Earth. I remember how this used to be." And maybe they're just visiting. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But anything that really scared you? I think Adam. Did you say he was a serial killer? he was yep he oh, sure was wow and he's on the third floor where is he
1: his room is on the third floor he can go wherever he wants to most of the time while we're investigating other areas his name will pop up okay. and i'm just like you don't belong in this area go back to the go back to your room we'll, we'll see you later you know
0: oh, wow and, and the thing <laughs> so is that
1: yeah I, I kind of brush him off a little bit until we're ready
0: <laughs> but, you know what's cool about that is you've got control over him like you know you would think that because he's, he's, pretty, he's pretty dominant and he can, if he can go anywhere he wants and he's a kind of a nasty spirit, the fact that you can call on Archangel Michael or just say, listen, you know, I, it's not going to be fun if you give me a hard time. So either you live, you live here and deal with me or I'm going to make you leave. So is, is that the agreement?
1: I wouldn't say that I have control over him, but for whatever reason, he does tend to listen to me a little bit better now. He didn't used to at all. He used to just want to scare the heebie-jeebies out of me
0: all the time. So, what would he but, do? Like, what were the things he would do?
1: Well, like he would stand at the top of the steps so that whenever I came to the top of the stairs myself, I had to walk through him, oh. and it feels like this giant body sized spider web. And I'm terrified of spiders, actually. <laughs> so oh, wow. it would creep wow. me out so bad.
0: <laughs> That's crazy.
1: Now, I think you said he would would he choke you a little bit? Yep, he's choked me. He's bruised my arms and my legs before. Um, oh my God. Yeah.
0: So does he mess with the clients, you know, with or the uh, people that stay at the hotel? Or do you just tell him before they come, you need to chill out on these people? Or do they want the experience?
1: I guess it depends on the person. Um, about a week and a half ago, I had some guests there that I think he didn't really care for one of the men that was in the room. And he started choking one of the ladies that was sitting next to this particular man and she was really literally not able to breathe and I said okay we need to get you off the floor so I made her go downstairs and when she got downstairs she was just fine but once she left the gentleman that was still there was like okay I need to go check on her so he left and then you hear Adam come through the box and he says he's finally gone so I think he he just does it as a as a power play I think
0: yeah, no, it sounds like that he does. And maybe some days he's not wanting it more than others. I don't I don't know. I mean, you know him better than me, but do you know the time period he was there? Well, the, like the alive. Victim,
1: yeah. Yeah, the one victim was killed in 1974. I did take the composite sketch to the person that lived across the street since the 1970s and the next door to the sandwich shop because they've also been there since the 70s. Okay. And both people have actually said that they remember him. In at least 1981 so that means that he had to be at that hotel from at least 74 to 81.
0: Okay. So did he like just frequent the hotel or did he live at the hotel? It used to be a boarding house as well so oh, he probably okay. just rented the room. Wow oh my gosh so that's just where he was used to doing it do you know why he wanted you know some serial killers were they schizophrenic did they have mental issues what do you think was the was the driving force of him doing that?
1: Him is definitely it's definitely about power and it's over women. Although he claims to have killed seventeen, but he says eight of them were men. I can't confirm that, obviously. Um, but it's he definitely targets women and women who he views as frail and
0: weak. Yeah. Well, do you know how he died? Was he in prison or was he executed? He was never caught, so I'm not really sure. Oh my gosh! Are you what, kidding me? <laughs> seriously. So
1: what he's what he has claimed to me was that. He got into some trouble with the biker gangs. And so I don't know if it was either over drugs because from what he says was someone gave him a shot of heroin in his neck. Or it could have been that maybe they found out what he was doing and they decided to carry out some street justice. We do know that there was a man that was attacked and thrown into a van right outside the hotel when it was a biker bar. So he could have been amongst those people. I'm not sure.
0: That's wow. Okay, so if I want to come and stay at the Shanley and you're there, and whether I investigate or not, I probably would want to investigate. What would you warn me of? If I was a little skittish, how would you, how do you handle that? Do you, do you tell people? I mean, I know we've kind of gone over this, but knowing me now, what would you warn me about?
1: I don't think I'd actually warn you necessarily about anything um, except just to, just to bring in a positive energy, even skeptics, you know, as long as you're open and you have a positive energy, then they're more apt to talk to you. Um, you know, don't come in with this air of attitude where, you know, cause it, it's just like if you and I were sitting face to face and I had this horrible stank look on my face, you're probably going to never want to talk to me again. Well, they're the same way. You know, they, they want upbeat, lively conversations and for people to actually just engage with them. They get tired of hearing my voice every day. So
0: (laughs) they (laughs) like hearing from other people. (laughs) I know. But back to the clown mask. So he is still in the seance room in the black box. You're not going to bring him out, right? No,
1: the deal is now if, if he actually does say what he is and gives us the name that he wants to be called, then we know that, yes, it's him and he's giving us intelligent responses. Then I will open the case. Or if one of the guests wants to hold him, they're more than welcome to. I'm not going to stop a guest from holding a clown mask if they really want to. But I'm not personally going to hold him
0: again. Yeah, well, you know, and also, I mean, Stephanie, these people can follow you home, right?
1: They can sometimes. I've had them follow me home uh, a few times. It doesn't bother me uh, just because I'm there all the time anyway. And I know who these spirits are. But for other guests that are concerned about it, I just tell them, you know, when you step off the landing of the hotel, just look back and say, whatever resides here, you have to stay here and you may not follow me home okay. and leave it at that.
0: Okay. That would be something I would be like, okay, you need to remind me of that because I'd be screaming and running outside. <laughs> you know what I mean? But this black box, I mean, do, do you know where it came from? Who sent that to you?
1: His name is Scotty. He's the New Jersey medium and oh, okay. you know who he is. <laughs>
0: uh, you know, it's, He sounds familiar. I, I don't know right off the, but it sounds familiar. So tell my listeners who he is.
1: So he is a psychic medium. He's incredibly amazing. He really is. He blows my mind every time he comes to the hotel. But he's the one that got it off of whomever beforehand and then brought it to us.
0: And did he know there was something bad in there? Had he opened it as well, or I think he had
1: <laughs> oh. until he figured that it was actually causing some sort of trouble at his house. His wife made him put it in the garage or something because she's like, "I don't, I don't want this thing in the house anymore." So he closed it up, you know, and he blessed it with holy water and, and stuff, and and then brought it to us. <laughs> nice.
0: Well, yeah, a lot of good that did when you opened it up. And got a migraine for three okay. days. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, I commend you. And honestly, I think the fact that you're a psychic and the fact that you're comfortable and you can communicate makes it less scary for you than it would for me, who is not psychic. And, you know, and don't get me wrong, I love scary movies. I write paranormal romance novels. So, I mean, I get the spooky stuff. But yeah, being, you say you love it, but being in it, like day in and day out, I can understand why people get freaked out. I mean... Yeah, but you go on the investigations with them. How long do those usually last?
1: So usually from the weekdays, investigation starts around 7 and we try to be done by about 11. Uh, Weekends usually starts around 8 just to give everybody time to get collected and everything and we go till around midnight. But there are times whenever it's just such a great active night that will go on longer than, you know, whenever guests are, I'm done with the guests, they are allowed to take some of the equipment and go around the hotel themselves. But there are some that are like, well, we don't want to go back up to this floor without you, (laughs) so can you come with us? So I'm like, yeah, I'm happy to. That
0: would be me. (laughs) That would be me. (laughs) And you probably had have a little restaurant or a bar in the hotel. We do have like some sodas and water and I keep the coffee going all night long. We have some snacks
1: and in the morning we put out a continental breakfast.
0: Okay, see, I'd be like bringing my own vodka. And uh, <laughs> Well, I have to say in the rules, there's no alcohol. <laughs> all right, fine. Then I would not be drinking coffee because that would hype me up more. You know? <laughs> well, you have been amazing. Again, tell my Thank listeners you. where they... They can find you on Facebook. I know you have your own Facebook uh, page and also, you know, where the hotel is again.
1: Yep. So the hotel is in Napanoke New York, probably a couple hours, I think, from the city. So there's the Haunted And of course, the Facebook page for the hotel as well. I have my own. It's just Stephanie Smith. Or you can find my paranormal page. That's Fifth Element Paranormal.
0: And if somebody wants a reading from you, because you can do readings for people, tell me how those work for people. What can they expect if they have a reading from you?
1: If they want a reading, I generally do oracle cards, which okay. are not regular tarot cards. They're a little bit different, okay. um, but I use those and I use my pendulum. So if they have you know, certain questions they want or just a general reading, I pretty much just look at a picture of them and then get a feel for what cards we need to use or how we need to set it up and then We just go from there.
0: Nice. Okay. And they can find all that information on your Facebook page as well. Uh Uh-huh. Sure can. Okay. I will add all of that to my show notes uh, as I did last time. And thank you again for joining me. This has been so much fun, especially in the spooky time of year, October. It's my favorite. (laughs) I know. I know. You're putting all these cool pictures up. So, uh, Stephanie, thank you so much. Thank you very much. Well, I love providing because I want to know to you at no cost. So if you like what you heard, please leave me a five-star review or you can donate to the show at my PayPal at lesliefear at yahoo.com. Any support you give will be sincerely appreciated as I'm a one woman show and I do all my own producing, all my own recording and all my own scheduling. And I appreciate any amount you feel led to give as it'll help offset the cost of my show. Also, one more thing. I am a paranormal romance novelist. I have eight under my belt, and you can find them all on Amazon.com. Just look up my name. I'm very easy to find. Thank you all so much for your support, and I will see you next week.